0: This episode of All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast is brought to you by the TV Guide Podcast Network and Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. Join TV Guide Survivor superfans Fox Van Allen and Lance Cartelli every week as they dig deep into season 39 of the hit CBS competition reality show, Survivor. You'll get interviews with your favorite Survivor castaways, strategy deep dives, unique insights, and more. It's the perfect way to keep up with Survivor 39, Island of the Idols. So subscribe to Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast from TV Guide now, wherever you stream your podcasts. Season's greetings and welcome to TV Guides. All I want for Christmas is this podcast. I'm your host, Julia Lechner, and I'm Jingle Bell rocking into your podcast feed every Tuesday and Thursday this holiday season to break down the must-watch seasonal films you need to see this year. And today, I am joined by fellow TV Guide contributor and fellow TV Guide podcaster, Lance Cartelli, and we are talking about Hallmark's new holiday original, Christmas in Rome, starring Lacey Chabert. Welcome to the show, Lance.
1: Thanks for having me. It's about time I was asked on.
0: I wanted to wait until December because now, you know, there's some people out there who have been resisting these movies, even though we've been in it since before Halloween. But now is truly the time that we can all admit how much we love these films and we're watching them 24-7.
1: Yeah, I've had my fair share of arguments with people about when you should start decorating and celebrating Christmas. I'm November 1st kind of guy, so Mm -hmm. I know you're...
0: We're November 1st in my household as well. But now we're officially in it and it's a short season this year only three weeks until holiday break so it's it's time to watch as many of these movies as you can
1: and that's what I'm doing now that I'm in the Christmas spirit thanks to Christmas in Rome.
0: Well, welcome to the club. And uh, you've requested this movie of a few different ones that we were um, talking about because Hallmark alone released several originals over the Thanksgiving weekend. And that's not the only network dropping these movies. Um, Are you a Lacey Chabert fan?
1: I am ever since, you know, Party of Five, just been a big fan of hers, Uh, big Mean Girls fan too. And, you know, I've never been to Italy, but Rome looks amazing. So how could I say no?
0: Yeah. So let's launch right into it. So Lacey Chabert starred this season in Christmas in Rome. And Lacey plays an independent-minded American tour guide named Angela, who is fired from her job in Rome just before Christmas. She crosses paths with an American executive named Oliver, played by Sam Page, who wants to buy a high-end Italian ceramics company. Oliver hires Angela to be his tour guide around the Eternal City, as the owner of the ceramics company won't sell it to him until he learns... "Quote the heart and soul of Rome." Unquote. But is there another heart and soul that he may win? Ooh. And that is that is the film. Uh, I was excited to see this was set in Rome um, because it seems like an honorable position at Hallmark to be the one chosen to do a destination. Movie. A lot of these are shot in Canada or small town environments. So the fact that it has that Roman holiday feel and they got to go abroad meant it was a special one. And there are scenes shot in
1: recognizable
0: locations.
1: You knew it was going to be nice when they actually were in Rome. And like you said, on location, uh, doing a little bit of internet research, I did see that it's primarily filmed in Romania. But they did also obviously record in Rome in Rome.
0: Okay, And like Romania kind of sounds like Rome. Yeah. It's
1: got Rome in there. So it's
0: similar. (laughs) So instead of doing Vancouver, which is like the go to for Hallmark movies, which is like the Rome of Canada.
1: Yeah, I would agree. um,
0: They went to Rome itself and Romania to shoot this movie. Um, So the establishing shots up top, everything looked Beautiful. And I was excited. I do like seeing the small town settings in a lot of these Hallmark movies, but this one felt like going on a vacation.
1: Yeah, I wanted to actually see a little bit more. I wanted some more like helicopter over the bird's eye view shots and everything just of Rome because that was really one of the highlights of the film.
0: Yeah, it was just seeing how beautiful it was. And we kind of kick off the movie with Angela slash Lacey. <laughs> I'm probably just going to call her Lacey.
1: That'll um, make it easier. Why not?
0: Yeah, being fired from her tour guide job. It was one of those scenes where she was essentially fired for being too good of a tour guide.
1: See, I have, a, I have another outlook on this i think she deserved to be fired
0: okay please please inform us if uh, (laughs) if you're paying
1: attention in the beginning you know she gets canned for sneaking a tour in after hours okay that kind of goes for what you were saying how she's too good but she also borrowed a sword which is weird uh she fed someone gluten even though they have a gluten allergy and she also lost a rugby player on one of her tours so i think all that in a matter of a month she might have deserved it
0: yeah. It's, when I saw it up top, I mean, they kind of presented it as she goes above and beyond, which is why she's being fired. It did seem like one of those nice things of like, we don't want to say the hero or heroine in the movie isn't good at something. So it's like, you're being let go because you tried too hard yeah
1: <laughs> they had to show how good she was but you know if you lose somebody and then if you almost poison somebody I guess they kind of got to go
0: yeah so there were some reasons so Angela loses her job early in um then we also set up that a businessman played by Sam Page who I was not familiar with his work previously to this movie I was, just came in as a Lacey fan um he's a a Big American businessman who only cares about work, um, which is a storyline we've seen before. Um, he was very believable in this role.
1: Yeah, I agree. He—it's uh, almost like he's never been to Italy or anything. Is one of the one things that really stuck out to me was he didn't know how to do much of anything for this guy that's obviously successful and rich. He couldn't really order coffee. Couldn't even you know get around town, even though obviously he doesn't speak Italian. It was. Definitely believable, though.
0: Yeah, he looked like someone I've seen in many an airport. Um, it was surprising that he came in as a savvy businessman, but just neglected to understand that there are cultural differences when traveling abroad, which seems surprising. Like he'd only done business in the Northeast or something.
1: That was one of the one things that really stuck out to me is how surprised he was. Like, oh, my God, there are cultural differences? I can't believe it. Yeah, it's like, like, come like, on, man, read a book, get outside a little bit, do use, something.
0: Use Google they probably have someone at their company who helps with that specifically. Um, but he comes in to acquire this ceramics company, which I'm still like piecing together somewhat what the ceramics company does. They paint, I think, hand-painted dishes as well as Christmas ornaments are yeah. the two things that we see. Pretty much, and yeah. Ornaments.
1: Yeah, it, it was a, a weird business to send somebody, you know, across the the pond to do this and to obviously put a lot of resources into. And you don't really know what they do, but the ornaments, they are really nice.
0: They were very pretty. I think similar to Mary and Bright from earlier in the season, which was a a candy cane company that needed help. It did seem like a very niche business or specialty business, especially since these were hand-painted ceramics. So I'm assuming maybe it's high-end.
1: It's got to be high-end. And
0: that must be why, because otherwise what is why would this big business care so much about acquiring it?
1: Yeah, I'm just glad that we didn't get to see, like, the inner machinations of it where, you know, they buy it, but then they want to clean everybody out. They want to yeah. close <laughs> down, like, the shops and everything and just do it out of, like, a small little business and stuff.
0: Yeah, this is one of those movies where – so we're supposed to root for – we know that they will only sell the company to someone who, quote, unquote, understands the heart and soul of Rome – Um which Oliver needs to try to do in order to acquire it on behalf of his bosses. But we are essentially watching a movie where we are rooting for a corporate takeover to happen by the end, I which wrote the, felt very different. I wrote
1: that in my notes too. A fired tour guide who's starting a small business helps a large corporation buy a small business. You know, capitalism, baby.
0: Yeah, even though you're hoping this one guy will just essentially just get better at networking, he's you know he's acquiring the business on behalf of his bosses. Yeah. So it's not like he's keeping it in a family yeah so much yeah and they
1: just care about profits you know he's even a little shocked when he finds out that they don't really care about profits and how quickly they're manufacturing these things
0: yes so he comes in um, early in the movie and he crosses paths with Angela the fired tour guide she is overly helpful to him because I don't feel like he seemed especially charming early in he just seemed like a businessman in a rush he was kind of rude but she helps him get to his destination she gets a free lunch out of it and then becomes his private tour guide. Um, just a couple minor like tour guide notes. Um, her, I, I know she's just like a petite woman. So that must be why opposite her leading men. But her heel, her booted heels are so high. Um, and she's giving walking tours. And I just want to say like Lacey... That's not the right move, girl. Because I've worn.
1: See, that was never on my <laughs> radar. like that,
0: no. <laughs> never on my
1: radar. So I'm glad you said that. That didn't stick out to me, but looking that is a good footwear, note.
0: Looking at looking at outfits. I've gone on a walking tour or two in my day, and like that would be very uncomfortable. You're talking blisters, because I've had those days where I'm like, you know, I'm out and about seeing the sights, but I want to look cute on the gram. I wonder if I should wear some boots with a slight heel, and like you will be paying for it later, <laughs> because I've done it myself.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound too forgiving or anything. So, but you know, she's a professional, so yeah, you gotta trust her. So she's
0: just bu- she's built up that um, ability. Um, the other thing, you may disagree, so I'd like to hear what you think of it. If someone is traveling abroad to Rome, do you want an American tour guide, even if she really knows a lot about Rome?
1: No, I don't think so. You <laughs> want to get somebody who is from there and you know has gives you the little backroads. Obviously, she is kind of from there and gives you like the actual tour of Rome and everything but no you want to you want to go, it's kind of like staying in a hotel versus like an Airbnb. You want to go for the Airbnb and really get the experience of it.
0: Yeah, I, even though she's clearly like knows and loves the city so much and she is fluent in English, which is helpful to a, a foreign traveler who might not speak Italian. I just, I don't know. I, did, I don't know if I would want to sign up for her tour. Like when I went to Boston, my tour guide was dressed in revolutionary garb. Like he really went for it, you know, yeah. so he wasn't just from Boston. He was like from the time period that
1: yeah. I wanted to learn about. You want people to really- lean into it.
0: Yeah. So uh, I, you know, I do have some questions about whether we should do, You know, go on Angela's tour to begin with but she seems very competent and she clearly loves the city. So she starts showing Oliver around town and how to learn to love Italy. They hang out with Luigi Forlinghetti who owns the ceramics company. Can you
1: think of a more Italian name than that? It's perfect. It is the most perfect Italian name.
0: Played by Franco Nero who has the most captivating eyes that I've ever seen. Great eyes. Yeah, yeah, you can get lost in them. Um, And just learning a bit more about what the company entails and how Oliver can learn to love Italy and embody Italy um, which means we're going to get some montages but first I, I love some montages <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this
1: now streaming on Paramount Plus you're ready yeah, Bob, well, all right, Bob. audiences are raving Bob Marley is electrifying want, Bob? it's the feel good movie of the year you dig? You Bob Marley one love rated PG-13 now streaming on Paramount Plus
0: And we are back. We are talking Christmas in Rome. So we get some montage scenes. Lacey makes a point of immediately throwing Oliver's tour book in the trash, his Lonely Planet edition, or whatever he bought at the hotel. And she throws it in the garbage and says, I'm going to show you the hidden gems of Rome that no one else sees. And then she takes him to Trevi Fountain and everywhere else that everyone else goes. (laughs) That was
1: probably on the top 10 list anyways.
0: Yeah. So he kind of says he wants to do the top 10 of Rome. She says, I'm going to show you some hidden things. It seems like they probably do kind of just hit the top 10 and maybe a couple unexpected, like her favorite coffee spot or something.
1: But we also get the view over the seven hills and everything. But. She says it's her secret spot, but there are a plethora of people there. That's not very secret at at all.
0: Yeah, there are other people around. So I don't know how much of her tour is hidden gems, but it is certainly personalized, I guess. You're just getting the attention from that one tour guide specifically. Um, We do get something in this movie that um, I was very excited to discuss in A Night Before Christmas on Netflix, which is we do get a flirty baking scene. Um, One of the ways that she teaches him to, uh, you know, learn to do business with the ceramics company is to adhere to the etiquette. So she brings a guide for Louis uh, gifts for Luigi's grandchildren. And then when they're invited to dinner, she says that you should bake something to go to dinner with Luigi to prove how much, you know, about Italy. So they bake fruitcake together. Um, Lacey and Oliver's characters. Um, I am just going to go out on a limb and say I've had fruitcake, and I don't care for.
1: It. <laughs> it fruitcake is awful.
0: I don't know that that's the move I would go for. That
1: should be thrown in the trash like the tour guide top 10 thing was.
0: Yeah, I know it's maybe customary and associated with the season, but the fruitcake I've had, first of all, it's not it's not really fruit. It's like chewy, tacky consistency. It's like something that will pull a filling out.
1: Yeah, and you hear <laughs> you hear fruitcake and you think, "Oh, I love both of those things, so it should be good," and it's not.
0: Yeah, and I'm team bread.
1: I oh, love bread. Yeah.
0: Um. So I want to get behind this Christmassy loaf. But honestly, like I don't know. Maybe a truffle, a tiramisu, a cannoli, uh, just a standard cake.
1: All of those sound way better.
0: Cookies, uh, lasagna. I'll go on for days. <laughs> Spaghetti. I don't. Know. I really
1: want a cannoli right now.
0: Garlic bread to oh, go yeah. with whatever dinner you're eating. I don't know. Um. But fruit bread. I'm not team fruit bread, but I am team flirty baking scenes. And this was a great way to get the two characters together as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, you just kind of saw it coming, like, just in the back. It's all set up for them and everything. My favorite part was when they're uh, pounding the bread and they accidentally touch hands and they kind of just realize after, like, 15 seconds of it, it's like, oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me.
0: Yeah, Lacey takes on the showing him how to knead bread, which, yeah. like... Even if you're not a baker, I'm sure he could figure out how to knead bread, yeah. but they just needed to hold hands in yeah. that moment. Well, he
1: did do a nice job of building that rock of the dough.
0: Yes. Yeah. So if you guys have opinions on which flirty baking scene is your top this year, please tweet at us, all I want pod. I want to hear from you. In A Night Before Christmas, we see The night teaching Vanessa Hudgens to knead. This time, Gender Swap, Lacey is teaching Oliver slash Sam Page to need bread. Um, But it's just an easy way to get two people together in a movie. Either get them on an ice rink and have one be a little clumsy and the other be more confident or get them in a kitchen.
1: I did appreciate this more than their meat cute because right when he got out of the car, he kind of just bumps into her. And, you know, you see that a lot. I I wanted something a little more original, but this was a nice little touch.
0: Yeah, meat cutes are difficult when someone just like aggressively hit somebody
1: shoulder checks them
0: (laughs) in the street because you're just like uncomfortable though at the same time i like living through the flirty baking scenes but in real life i don't think it's um realistic lance you're sitting opposite some cookies that i baked for you today um which our listeners are probably very jealous of. Um, and when I bake at home, I ask everyone to vacate the premises because I get hot and mad.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought it's because you might burn down the place. Or no, something.
0: I like when it's hot in the kitchen, there's too many things going on and I can't like have anyone in my radius. So I tell people to please like get away. Um, and so, do they listen to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do, because I'm in charge of the hot oven, um, so no one wants to be near that. So, yeah, I love seeing in these movies that everyone seems to have it together, and their hair looks fine, and they're not hot and upset, and there isn't flour all over the floor. Uh, so I can live vicariously yeah. through these kitchen scenes. I, w- I would
1: get, like, dough in my eyes and just flour everywhere. <laughs> Who even knows? But I'm with you. That uh, I would love to look that good while, you know, needing some bread.
0: Yeah, so it brings the two of them closer together. Um, they bring the bread to the dinner... And Luigi seems to really be taken with Oliver's character and believes that in these... what I think he has four total days he's supposed to be in Rome, so they're moving pretty fast. But he's apparently learning enough about the heart and soul of Rome that Luigi is starting to respect him a bit more.
1: Thankfully. And it's just kind of crazy that this guy that wasn't going to leave his hotel room pretty much now has all the time in the world to just understand Rome and Roman culture and everything like that.
0: Yeah. And to get to know Angela a little bit better. So yeah. he takes her out twice in this movie, one of which is to a dinner between the two of them. And one is to the fancy dinner with Luigi. There's also these two American investors who are in the movie. I guess I'll just briefly mention them, but I don't know how like pivotal their plot lines are. Um, or why they're needed at all. But I guess they helped make the business connection.
1: Yeah, they're the business connection. And, you know, they allow for uh, Angela to have her her new form business.
0: Yes, they're her investors. Um, So those characters are also present at the dinner. Um, Another thing I'm going to point out, Lance, let's see if you picked up on this, but this is what stuck out to me. So Lacey goes on two dinners with Oliver slash Sam Page's character. One is this like dinner with some investors and Luigi and one is just a one-on-one date kind of dinner. In both of these dinners she is wearing a red dress. They're not the same red dress. They're very similar cut up top but one is like body hugging red dress and then the second one is poofy at the bottom and I'm just going to make a statement that I don't think most people out there would get to such a two similar looking red dresses like this where it's like basically the same cut but a little bit different like the budget the closet space that you would have I just don't know that you could justify unless your whole closet is fancy red dresses of slightly different cuts there's no reason to own two nearly identical but somewhat different dresses
1: as someone who doesn't own a dress it actually did get on my radar just because (laughs) I kind of was I mean you know Lacey's good looking so I was kind of just you know you kind of noticed that kind of thing but why would anybody like? I kind of hope that she does just have a closet full of like red dresses that are just like a little bit different than all the others. Yeah. That would be amazing. I, my guess is it's got to be, you know, something in Lacey's contract. She's like, I got to wear a red dress.
0: Yeah. Or two. Or like, this is my color. Yeah. Uh, this cut looks good to me. It's kind yeah. of like seeing Sofia Vergara on the red carpet. And it's like every dress is kind of the same in sequined yeah. mermaid bottom, but just like sli- yeah. slightly different. She should have gone the
1: <laughs> Tiffany Haddish route and just the same dress all the time.
0: Yeah, just truly. Because part of me was like it's more realistic for her to just wear the same dress and then just say like, yeah, I have like one date dress. This is my one red dress that's appropriate for date night. And that's it. Um, But they're just so similar. You know, I just can't imagine justifying buying those two.
1: I hope she didn't go out and purchase that, especially after she was just fired. Like, I don't know where this money's all coming from. Like she was hired by Oliver, but I don't know if you go out and can buy a dress because of that. People got to pay rent.
0: Yeah. And speaking of, I don't I will admit I don't know what the real estate is like in Rome, but her home is very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I guess it's she's kind of renting in a building with other people, but it's pretty spacious and there's very beautiful artwork on the walls like it's clearly a really nice place yeah um which i don't know how realistic it is on the tour guide budget but this is a common thing Across TV and movies, it's and like Friends. Everywhere. Like, how
1: did fr- how did all those Friends characters afford all their apartments and everything? You know.
0: Yeah, how did this recently laid-off tour guide have a beautiful place with which, which there seems to be like priceless artwork on the walls yeah. and everything? But a, a couple wonderful. things.
1: A couple things about the dates that that got me. Uh, they were on my burning questions or hot takes uh, list on here. Uh, in the beginning. Angela wouldn't go on a date with Oliver, but she did invite him back to her house to put up the Christmas tree and make gingerbread houses. thought that was a little weird.
0: Even more familiar. yeah.
1: yeah. And then um, uh, on the date, um, Oliver just pulls out his phone, doesn't say anything and then takes a selfie with her. thought that was very awkward.
0: I agree. I saw some fans because, of course, I did tune in for Christmas uh, in Rome live so I could see what the other Hallmarkies were tweeting at the time. Yes, I was available at 5 p.m. on a Saturday to do this. (laughs) Um, And a lot of people said it was cute. And I'm not against I guess the, the, they liked the sentiment of like he wanted to capture the moment to remember it forever, um, which I guess kind of parallels how this movie, there are lots of little nuggets that parallel Roman Holiday with Audrey Hepburn, the idea of like her whole trip being documented photographically, so she'll never forget it. Um, but if I was on a date kind of a first or second date with someone and they just silently pulled out their phone. It's already early in for a selfie, yeah. but like silently pulled down and didn't say, hey, how about we get a photo? Or I want to remember this trip forever. Let's take a selfie. Or I'm testing out the new night camera on the iPhone 11. Yeah. It's really good quality. Whatever your line is. It was very weird and silent for them yeah, to for take no a selfie. for no context
1: at all and just pulls it out. Like It felt like what was supposed to be their first kiss. Instead, it was their first selfie. And that yeah. that just was red flags for me.
0: Yeah, in 2019, maybe that's what it is first. Like, do we take a good selfie together? If so, then maybe you get a kiss.
1: Maybe I try that on my next that's date.
0: We try first. But yeah, the weird silent selfie move was very strange. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so the two of them are getting to know each other a little bit more. They're uh, hopefully circling around that ceramics company acquisition and then the only other thing kind of added in is that Lacey is now considering having her own private tour company and her old boss does see her out giving a tour to oliver slash sam page and he gets very jealous that she's moved on and is clearly doing a good job with her tour company yeah
1: forget all the you know probably legal stuff that's going on with poisoning somebody and you know losing somebody on her trip they want her back she's good at what she does apparently so yeah uh what I really liked was, you know, you, you get to see more of Oliver's character. Though he he really starts selling her as a as a tour guide and everything, and he does a really good job of it. He's you see it in multiple occasions, so that's where Oliver maybe needs a little more street smarts but he is a good salesman you see it throughout the movie.
0: Yeah, and in fact one of the early moves he does while kind of like wooing her, but I guess he's also he's being friendly and nice in it, but he she says something like, "Oh, I've thought about maybe starting my own business, but I don't know." And he says like, "Well, why don't you just make a business plan?" And then he promptly goes home back to the hotel and sends her a business plan via email in like 10 minutes. And it's a multi-page <laughs> detailed document and he does it professionally, obviously, but I've thought like, wow, that is something very unique to think to get to know somebody and they say, I wrote an entire plan for your future business.
1: Yeah, for a guy for that you. doesn't know about cultural differences, he can paint amazingly you know, yeah. with the ornament. <laughs> he can put together a business plan in a matter of minutes, which I don't know how he, like I said, he's I don't know doer. how much time he has for this. Like, I need to start getting on his organizational plan, you know, give me his calendar.
0: At one point, he makes a gingerbread house coliseum. A coliseum. Which is very impressive, and it wasn't like a Trader Joe's kit. Like, these were baked gingerbread pieces that he was sculpting into. It
1: it was pretty impressive, and then we get one of the lines of the whole movie, you know, the fall of Rome when it crumbles and everything.
0: Yeah, which is great. All right, we're going to take one more quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is the next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You are going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. And we are back. I am joined by Lance Cartelli from TV Guide Survivor Brothers and we are talking about Hallmark's Christmas in Rome. Uh, So as I mentioned, there's not really a ton of conflict in this movie. The two of them are getting to know each other. They're enjoying Rome. We're wondering if Oliver will acquire this business on behalf of his corporate overlords and his boss who never leaves her desk. And I think she changes outfits, but I don't even know. But she ha- only shot scenes in that one chair. <laughs> I hope
1: it was just a bunch of red dresses that she was wearing. Yeah, that just she's just like ones.
0: cycling through. Um, so we see him getting closer to that. And Lacey wants to start her own business and get investors. But really nothing is super stressful we kind of know where everything's going to go and in between in terms of their relationship they pretty much get along the whole time even when i think um oliver might be a little too work obsessed at times she kind of just like she's okay with it is fine with it yeah, yeah. she knows what she's getting into um and that the fact that there might be some long distance if they want to try and make you know, take things to the next level. Um, But even with that, they kind of know what they're getting into. It's not like it's a surprise.
1: Yeah. I thought they would sprinkle in a little more conflict because in the setup, you could tell that Oliver's obsessed with work and everything and his world's about to open up and stuff. But in the middle, they kind of really just get along and they fall in love or whatever in three days or whatever. But yeah, they didn't bring in any of the long distance stuff at all, really. If they just kind of put in a scene or two in the middle, It really would have paid off more, I think, in the end.
0: Yeah, because it's pretty low stakes. Like We're just watching two people get to know each other, and then we are pretty sure what's going to happen at the end. On the way, we're enjoying how Rome looks and all the beautiful sights. I did not realize some of it was Romania, but maybe that was just all the interior stuff. Who knows?
1: (laughs) It was probably like the one, like all the hotel shots or like anything inside a room probably
0: yeah I mean guess. I've never been to Rome so it was all a learning experience for me Same but I, I feel like I've seen a lot of things shot in Rome and it is always at that fountain yep. at Trevi Fountain. Yeah. so as far as I'm aware that's the one hot spot you want to make sure you hit first um, because it's in everything um, and then we get to the end of the movie and uh, Oliver's way of showing he cares is that he paints Angela a hand painted ornament at Luigi's business at the ceramics like company. a
1: masterpiece this isn't like some it's really nice. like <laughs> like something that i would paint like a stick figure on there or anything this thing is super nice this guy he's in the wrong career you like be an art guy that sells your own art you know if you can do art
0: yeah he, do sales. he makes a hand-painted christmas ornament which is very delicate and on each side it shows the sights that he saw with her her quote-unquote hidden gems which are like the five hottest yep. spots you can see in rome and it's gorgeous. And I feel like this does come up in a few Hallmark movies where people will give a creative or thoughtful gift. And it just so happens that a lot of the storylines in these movies, everyone is just amazingly professionally talented at things. I've seen a Hallmark film or two where someone whittles something casually out of wood <laughs> that is like amazing. Looking.
1: They just turn into Ron Swanson and just whittle everything.
0: Yeah. And this was like an absolute work of art that he just casually makes for her to prove his love uh, and feelings for her. Um, and he does find out that he is getting the company for Lu- from Luigi, which again is like what you've been assuming will happen the whole movie. And you I guess want to happen, but again, it does feel weird because it's not like one of those we're saving the local business storylines that's really common. It's the, all right, your corporation is buying this man's family business that's been in his family for yeah. How generations. happy? <laughs>
1: how happy can you feel that you know you're taking this small business that's probably just going to be, you know, capitalized, chopped and,
0: up and sold Yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty much. And like Luigi obviously cares about it. it's a family business and stuff, and just to sell it to to people that he doesn't even really know. And that's another thing where they could have used a little bit more conflict because in the middle, again, Luigi and them are kind of getting along and there isn't really too much of them butting heads over the the workings of the deal.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of judging in the beginning of the fact that Oliver doesn't seem to know the customs, but Luigi isn't really hard on him at all about yeah. it. Angela just kind of smooths things over and makes him look good. Um, but we could have used a little bit of that or maybe even a thread of like did the corporation want to do something to the business like try and sell it or upgrade it or do something and then Oliver comes in and takes a stand or helps them out that that whole like save the business it needs help storyline wasn't really there yeah and
1: that would have been more motivation for Oliver to, then to stay in Rome and run the business so that would all yeah. make sense
0: yeah so he does end up taking a position where he will be working out of Rome on behalf of his corporation <laughs> for this business that they've acquired um, and Lacey goes back and forth on if she should skip town or not if she's not going to end up with her guy but but she stays. Of course. So um, I do
1: have one thing to say. This, I don't know about you, but this relationship, obviously it's very condensed and it happens quick, but it's way too fast. I don't even care for if it <laughs> being like a Hallmark movie. It's it's crazy fast. She got him a framed photo. He obviously made her that piece of art. It. You know, sweet and a little creepy, but and they're already talking about (laughs) spending Christmas together all before they even have that first kiss. You know, they had the first selfie, but not even a first kiss yet.
0: Yes, and she is disappointed when he mentions he might not be able to stay in town, which she knows from the get-go he's only there for a week. And again, I think it's like four days that he says he has to try and close this deal, and his boss is calling him constantly. In some of these films, we do get a little bit more lead time of okay, it's the two weeks leading up to the town Christmas festival. I could even them by like maybe two weeks of hanging out with someone every day they'd get there but this turns into a I'm moving to this city for you yeah this feels fast. like
1: it feels like a when two reality stars fall in love like inside a house or something and yeah. then you know which <laughs> you
0: know a lot about
1: exactly survivor you know,
0: big brother expert right yeah, here. subscribe yeah but, um, it, but it feels <laughs> like that
1: and then once they hit the real world it's probably gonna be over I, my question for you is uh, does this relationship last to the next Christmas
0: oh goodness Wow. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Wow.
1: The optimist in you. I like it.
0: Um, I feel like these two folks were were just meant for each other and were waiting to find each other. They seem to live in their own little bubble in Rome, um, which again is why I feel like I'd hire a different tour guide. They just seem like yeah. two Americans functioning. Um, And they're kind of the only two ones we meet in Rome, too. So I know others exist, but it makes it seem like there's just this bubble around them while they go and see all the different sites together. Um, So I feel like it will last because he's moving there for her. And it sounds like she has been on her own since her Seattle breakup, where she left the country and went to Rome to start a new life. Um, And they both seem like catches. Yeah, She's starting her own business and has some big angel investors, and he's getting a promotion at work and moving to Rome. So yeah. they both have it going on.
1: Yeah, and he's got the business side. She's got the Rome and tour guide side. If he just wants to like quit and become like an artist, he could do that apparently. So yeah, I, I think I'm with you. They, yeah. they can make it.
0: They kind of introduce his, quote unquote, flaw early in, which I guess would be being very into work, which is kind of like a strength or a flaw, depending on how you look at it with any of these characters. Like, it's okay to be into your job, but how into your job are you? Yeah. Um, They introduce it early. And even though he gets a little bit better about work-life balance, she's never really that judgmental of him for loving his job too much. So if anything, she accepts him from the get go when he's on his phone all the time and Anytime he takes a phone call, she's like, yeah, that's fine. Just yeah. take it.
1: That's what I was going to say. Is, so it's she's the, cool with the it. middle of anything. It's like, oh, your phone's ringing. Go ahead. I don't care.
0: Yeah. So if you're with someone that just says like, oh, you kind of work a lot, but I'm OK with the fact that you work a lot. Take the call. Yeah. Then she's already accepted. She really is a from catch. From the get go.
1: Like I, from the women I've dated, that's not cool. And there's a lot of other things that aren't cool that she would have been cool with. So, yeah.
0: The silent selfie. Yeah. I'll never forget the <laughs> silent selfie.
1: That's my That's my next move now. That's how I judge somebody.
0: Um, I think the only other minor thing that really stuck out to me toward the end was she, uh, Lacey wants to go find Oliver before he flies out of Rome because she thinks he's leaving Rome that night. And the two American investors tell her... You're going to have to find a way to get to this Christmas f- festival tree lighting thing because traffic's going to be crazy. And Lacey says, That's okay. I have a Vespa. And she gets on a Vespa. And then the other two characters get on Vespas because it's Rome and It's a thing. Um, you and needed then, Vespas. Yeah. And then they proceed to drive on completely empty streets on their Vespas <laughs> to lot, the Christmas A lot of traffic.
1: <laughs> I thought that was interesting. And then him having, like, her giving him a GPS thing so she just knows where he's at, at all time. Another weird but lovely thing i guess
0: yeah she puts a gps tracking device on him because she never wants to lose someone on her tour again like the rugby guy yeah um which i guess is cute but it was it was strange and also you can kind of just do that get the find my friend's iphone app or something there's like other ways to track people
1: that's true but the phone did go in the water so that was the i mean no plot hole there
0: yeah so putting the tracking device on him was a little weird, yeah. but um, she should have
1: like sneakily done it, like pat him on, like during a hug, pat him on the back, and put it on like in like a Mission Impossible kind of way.
0: Yeah, I was Mission Impossible. I was hoping for a Mission Impossible Fallout situation oh with the Vespa god. racing scene. Oh my god, that would have been awesome. Tom <laughs> like, Cruise
1: just runs on in.
0: Tom Cruise on the bike, but yeah, it was a bit more low stakes, and there was no traffic, and they made it just in time to the tree lighting.
1: But nobody broke a, an ankle or a leg like Tom did, so maybe this is for Not the better. Not
0: that we know of, no. So that was really nice. But, yeah, I guess what we've established with this movie, like so many others, is things move fast. um, But as long as both characters are on the same page then it's okay.
1: Yeah, because if one of them was moving very fast, it becomes very weird and awkward and not a Hallmark movie. And these
0: movies are not about that. But we did call out, you know, on a former episode when I covered um, Chad Michael Murray's Right Before Christmas, it opens with the lead character of Tori DeVito moving way too fast with her eye doctor boyfriend, and he's not into it. But then when she falls for Chad Michael Murray, they know each other for an afternoon and they fall really fast. So it just seems like they mutually agreed, like, my pace is I want to fall in love in an afternoon.
1: You know, people people go at their own pace and everything. So you got to respect that. But it's identifying that pace is always the hardest part. Yeah.
0: So as long as these two people agree, like, two to three days is enough. Put a tracking device on me. Take a selfie with me Spend without Christmas asking. With me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, then, you know, do as long as you're both consenting adults that agree that moving that fast is good power to you it seems
1: like they have no boundaries which could be good in Rome
0: yeah um so Lance, at the end of each of these episodes, we like to rate um, between one and five what we thought of this movie um, based on the beautiful gift that Oliver makes for Lacey and also what must be his new side hustle. Between one and five hand-painted ornaments, how would you rate Hallmark's Christmas in Rome?
1: Do I get like – is there like decimal scoring or do I have to pick like an actual full number? You
0: can pick any form of math you find appropriate.
1: All right. I'm not good at math, but I'm going to go with uh, 3.5. 3.8 3.8 3.8 3.8
0: 3.8 3.8 all right I uh
1: you know I like the message you know don't take life too seriously uh you know enjoy the moment don't work too hard things like that and I did come in thinking it was going to be very awful and it wasn't very awful so it you know surpassed my my uh expectations so a solid 3.8
0: you came in requesting that we do this film saying you're a lacy fan and expecting it to be awful <laughs> to be fair I go
1: into everything expecting everything to be awful
0: okay Yeah.
1: It's kind of my way of life, and so everything (laughs) surpasses my expectations.
0: Well, Lance, between one and five hand-painted ornaments, Christmas in Rome, you know, I feel like I've seen pieces of this movie in many other movies, Mm -hmm. like every other movie that's ever been made about Rome. This is a version of it. Yeah. Um, Would I put it up there with a Roman holiday? I don't know. Roman (laughs) Holiday didn't happen at Christmas. But this movie, we get a mix of tourists wearing both T-shirts and coats. Like they're trying to figure out if it's a Christmas movie. Uh, We hear some carols. We see numerous red dresses on Lacey that all look amazing. Yeah, they Um, She gets, within like two to three days, gets a man who's moving up in his career to give everything up in New York and move to Rome for her and paint her an ornament, to which I say you go lazy <laughs> um and they make fruitcake almost look edible and interesting so for that i give christmas in rome 5 out of 5 wow. hand painted ornaments
1: so it's the perfect hallmark movie the perfect hallmark christmas movie
0: all of these movies are great <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. It's another winner in a different way. I mean, how can you... We've seen so many small town movies, which again, I love this season, but this is the Rome movie. This is the destination movie. It's an escapist movie where maybe when you do go abroad and meet a foreign businessman, you do fall in love in two days. I don't know. I don't know what Roman rules are. I've never been.
1: I'm trying to book a flight out there so I can meet somebody and fall in love in a couple days.
0: Yeah. And you got plenty of time. You have three weeks until Christmas. That's perfect. Lacey can make it work in three days. I just
1: got to learn how to paint an ornament by then.
0: Absolutely. Well, Lance, we appreciate you joining joining us today on all i want for christmas is this podcast thanks to all of you for listening you can find us wherever you get your podcasts subscribe rate review us on apple podcasts if you feel so inclined and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at all i want pod to see which holiday movies we are streaming next and until next time happy holidays let's go it's the most all-star studded challenge ever and this time it's every competitor for themselves Faster! The Challenge All Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.